This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. On 9-11, our nation made a commitment to never forget. Since then, it's been the Tunnel to Towers Foundation honoring those words with action. So many people gave their lives while saving others on 9-11. Tunnel to Towers carries forward that legacy of courage and heroism by honoring our country's military and first responder heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Episode two of She-Hulk has arrived. And last week, we ended the episode with Eve, Who's That Girl Playing? Okay, we had Hulk on a spaceship going back to, uh, what, Sakaar? Why the hell didn't we have Beyonce's alien superstar playing in the background? Missed opportunity, Disney. What the hell is going on over there? Now, I know y'all got a relationship with Beyonce because black is king, but... What happened? I mean, could y'all not afford it? Or what's y'all spreading money to? Th- what's going on? I need to know. I mean, granted, this was made and music was bought probably before the album came out. But still, I'm just saying missed opportunity. But hey, I, let me not linger on that too long. Y'all, another great episode of She-Hulk to explore. Each episode, 30 minutes or less. Kind of like WandaVision. Same number of episodes, too. 
I I like the format, but it leaves me wanting so much more every single week, just like WandaVision did. And, you know, WandaVision is my favorite of all the Disney Plus shows, so I guess I shouldn't complain too much. Let's get into it. It's your new bonus episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. right you're listening to reality and comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted tv and film i'm kendrick but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek you want some hot takes about the real housewives or love island or maybe you just want some extra insight on the scarlet witch or the marvel cinematic universe well you're in the right place grab a cocktail sit back and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me guys oh boy how are y'all doing this was another great episode of she-hulk i'm actually i'm just really enjoying it i you know people you know they're doing what they're gonna do in these communities you know star wars marvel uh who else there are a couple of super 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 Zack snyder you know a super couple of toxic ass fandoms out there marvel is definitely one of them but you know that's why you have to kind of curate your own community around you like i've done all of y'all i love y'all that's why i make these episodes for y'all y'all want more info y'all are loving the shows y'all watch now and so you can watch with your families and you know all kind of stuff i love hearing your feedback you know you're not those weird sicko 30 year old men that have nothing else to do so they review bomb shows on like just super weird i don't know y'all actually watch the shows before you judge them this you know a very weird weird trait to have nowadays but you know people they do it i asked you guys on social media i said guys y'all said huh i said what cameos do you think are gonna be in she hulk that we haven't seen yet and I asked that because, you know, that's been one of the kind of kind of the nagging things that's been going on surrounding the show is that we keep hearing about all these cameos that are going to happen. And that's not like a rumor. That's like kind of confirmed by like a lot of the cast members, too. Obviously, we know a version of Daredevil is going to be in this show. I'm wondering if Deadpool is going to pop up somewhere since, you know, Jennifer is the queen of the fourth wall break and that's our fourth wall breaking king. You know, that would be good. But I asked you guys, I'm like, what other cameos do y'all expect? Or what other cameos would you like to see? I got many responses. Some ridiculous. So others are absolutely amazing. So we're going to go through a couple of those at the end of the episode. But right now, why don't we just jump into the episode? Runtime was 30 minutes. But child, you know about seven of those be the damn uh the ending credits and the post credits scene. So about twenty two, twenty three minutes. So you know, I mean, that's a good little you know snackaroo skits. But you know, it, it it's giving you know Wandavision. But we'll we'll talk about that. Okay. Either way, though, it's it's a great twenty two minutes every week. Let's jump into the episode. 
I'm so mad at myself because I can't remember which one of my listeners mentioned it to me. It was after my rant on last week's episode, but they had said that Miss Marvel was indeed an opening credits. You are right, my friend. When I watched this week, because I watched the other one like three times, you know, the first episode, and I could not spot her. But, you know, child, y'all, y'all know my damn uh, eyesight ain't what it used to be, child. I'm I'm getting on up there now, man. You, you know, I'm in my 30s, you know, so I don't know how I'm going to see one day from the other. Child, I went to the eye doctor the other day. This is so off subject, but I went to the eye doctor the other day. And my doctor gave me some of the hardest damn contacts. They're samples. You know how you, when you order new contacts or whatever, and order new glasses, you know, the contacts they usually give you a sample of to get you through the week because your prescription might have changed. Mine changed, but I think it's actually, like, gone the other direction. It's gotten better as opposed to worse. So he got me these new contacts. Them goddamn contacts so damn hard i'm used to the soft little flims and things that you kind of you know you got to fight to get them to stand up so you can pluck them in your eyes you know like nini said if you don't like it pluck them out and give me two more them kind of contacts that i thought but them goddamn things so damn hard i'd be dizzy for the first hour i have them in and then i'm okay so i'm just hoping when i finally get these other ones back it's oh it's it's a lot better because this 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 ain't it. But anyway, <laughs> you're right about Miss Marvel. She is there. I saw her this time. See, I needed her on there. I need Shang-Chi as always. Y'all know I love me some Shang-Chi. I love me some Shang-Chi. That's my movie. That's my guy. He's one of my new favorites. Love him. But now, see, now that he's there again, I'm kind of missing Moon Knight. See, you can't please people like me. It's just ridiculous. I'm missing Moon Knight. He's not there, and it makes me sad. Maybe he is, though. Y'all listen to this. If y'all have seen him, tell me, so then I can stop being sad, okay? I'm so damn wishy-washy. Whew, it's ridiculous. We pick up right after Titania uh, attacked the courthouse last episode, and apparently she was already in traffic <laughs> She was already in traffic court, according to the damn newscaster, which makes a ton more sense than it did at first, because I was wondering why the hell she just popped through that wall like Big Bird did through that man's door. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's also not necessarily important, but I feel like it's very like world building, because we find out that Titania is you know, referred to as a super influencer. So remember on Miss Marvel, we had Zoe Zimmer, who isn't a super uh, hero, but she was referred to as an influencer. Then we saw like other fans like Kamala, who made fan fiction and other content, you know, for the world to consume. Apparently Titania in the MCU is a new breed of content creator. She's a super influencer who is like a super powered human who creates content or gets paid to, post i don't know what she falls what i don't know what category she falls in okay but that's that's what she does i wonder if this is like you know what i wonder if this is how superheroes make their money hmm. at least in the mcu i don't know some something to ponder over okay i love that her lawyer blamed it on her low blood sugar listen sis same okay big same okay same energy Y'all know I'm good for passing the fuck out at a moment's notice, okay? I like to keep my blood sugar between 70 and 150, okay? I don't mind going up to 80. You know, that's that's kind of my limit. I'm like, uh-uh, I don't want to go past that. I don't want to go past that. I don't want to go past it. So I usually don't go past 180. But I don't, I, you know, every now and then I will, but I don't like to make a habit out of it, you know? I try to avoid instances like that. I'm sidetracking so much, but she the one said blood sugar, so same, sis, okay? Side note. 
remember, okay, so during the telecast, we actually get to see how she, Jennifer Walters, gets her superhero name. Remember, I gave y'all some examples last week, so if you haven't, you know, listened, go back and listen to episode one. But I gave y'all some examples last week of the public, the people, the citizens naming superheroes, and this is no exception. This man who they interviewed on the news, he was commenting first on her looks because, man... And, you know, but then he says that uh, she, you know, she was there. She got angry and she became like a Hulk. And a newscaster goes, a She-Hulk? And then, boom, the lady's named. Ain't that some shit? We see Jennifer, who everybody knows is She-Hulk, and Nikki, her best friend, you know, the paralegal, about to enter a bar. And she hears them chanting her new name that she's been given. She walks in, giving it to the girls, you know, in full She-Hulk form, even though she was very hesitant. They're chanting her name in the background and everything. The newscast is playing on the TVs like it's a little sports bar. All of that is happening, okay? It's it's a vibe, okay? Dennis, that annoying-ass, hating-ass lawyer from last episode, he comes over and he questions how she got her powers. He calls it unfair, says it's nepotism in its highest form, and everything else before he sees an attractive woman and refers to her as it. Because, man. I love that when Nikki comes back with those free drinks and refers to her as a superhero... She says, but I'm not a superhero and says that it's for one billionaires, two narcissists and three adult orphans. Now, we know that several of our faves fall into these categories, OK, into including uh, Tony Stark, who is all three, <laughs> Steve Rogers, Peter Parker, Wanda Maximoff and many more of them are, you know, they rep in the adult orphans gang, gang, gang. And then you got like Stephen Strange holding it down for the narcissist. They even take some time to break down why she doesn't want to be an Avenger, asking if they offer health care, pension, uh, do they get paid, which we're starting to see this question come up a lot in the MCU. I told y'all I've been reading and rereading a ton of like She-Hulk comics, and I read the Avengers comic where her and uh, Hawkeye joined the original Avengers, so that's Thor, Janet Van Dyne, a.k.a. the Wasp, Captain America, and Iron Man, and she was hesitant to join even then, so it's almost like art imitating life right now. Her boss comes over in the bar and asks her to transform back to Jennifer because it's a serious conversation. Child, all them drinks she was knocking back and she was Hulk caught up with her ass and she fell the fuck out. All for this man to fire her ass. Ain't that some shit? (laughs) He tells her how they had to declare a mistrial because she saved the jury and that it would bias them and that's why they had to fire her. All that hard work down the tube. And this scene was actually, it might seem like a throwaway scene, but it actually sets up the next little montage that we see perfectly. The next day, we get a montage of her going, you know, to multiple law offices and getting rejected from all of them because she's like, she's seen as too much of a distraction. She's seen as a liability, all of that stuff. Later, Nikki comes over to help her apply for some more jobs. But the most interesting thing about this whole like entire scene is when we (laughs) we show Jen reading an article called 10 Offbeat Jobs for a Fresh Start. And don't lie. We've all read these kind of articles, okay? We've all wanted to quit these damn jobs. And you, listen, don't don't act brand new, okay? But the interesting part is that on the right-hand side of the screen, you see a couple of related articles underneath an advertisement for uh, the Iron Man 3s. 
Child, y'all be wearing anything. It's all about them Wanda Air Maximoff twos, okay? You better get into it. Disney copyright trademark. Don't steal that from me, okay? Um, but anyway, there are two articles that you can actually see. One of them is an Eternals reference that says, Why is there a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean? Obviously, this is a celestial that was born uh, at the end of the Eternals, which would have destroyed the Earth, but Cersei and the Guerras stopped that from happening. Folks online have been acting like we've waited decades, decades for the MCU to acknowledge this, but it's literally been months, people. Calm the fuck down, okay? The second reference, okay, let's talk about it. Y'all know I love the X-Men more than life itself. But I have the same qualm as I always do, and you should know it by now. The second related article says, man fights with metal claws in bar brawl. Laysai, Laysai. This is, of course, a Wolverine reference, or, you know, so we're led to believe. My fear, and y'all know I love the X-Men. That's what I'm waiting on. I want my mutants. That's why I was so happy when Kamala Khan was confirmed as a mutant over an inhuman. I, I don't care about the inhumans, but I love me some mutants, okay? My fear is that, I've stated many times before, that this is like the MCU's version of the X-Men, and I'm afraid that they'll be identical to the Fox version of the X-Men, where Wolverine is really the only character getting a lot of shine like i want to see storm i want to see cyclops i want to see Jean gray i want to see bishop i want to see angel i want to see Iceman. child ooh, i was about to say the new mutants but i'm a little after they move in i'm a little scared to say them but i want a well balanced mutant community i don't want to see the x-men y'all don't want to see wolverine featuring the X-Men. I want to see the X-Men. I want to see... If you're going to give anybody a, a solo, let's go with Storm, okay? Start with Storm. Cyclops, one of the dopest characters of all time. Give my man props, okay? Give him his dues. Give Jean Grey her things. You know, we... Listen, we got some stuff to do. I do not want this to be the Fox universe all over again. We only focus on Wolverine and nothing else. I hate it. Great movies in there. There are some great movies. But I hate it, okay? Jennifer gets a text from her mom reminding her not to be late for dinner. She shows up and everybody makes such a big deal about her not being employed anymore. Her mom starts mentioning that she gave some young boy her number because he wants to be a superhero. Her dad randomly asking about Hawkeye and if he goes around collecting arrows that he shot at people. Ooh, she's in her own personal hell, okay? We all know what that feels like when you're around family and you don't want to be okay. <laughs> Soon, though, he pulls her aside and he does kind of a wellness check on her. She starts venting about how she hates how all this played out and how it would have, you know, she would have kept it hidden if she had the choice, but she couldn't. And now she can't get no job with her broke ass. You know, it's it's, it's a lot, okay? Her dad takes the time to basically remind her that, well, her and all of us, actually, that this isn't new territory. This family has had to deal with the Hulk before, so it's it's not new. They'll get past it. They'll get through it. They didn't die with the last Hulk, so they won't die with her either. We see Jennifer at the bar after this pathetic-ass family dinner, and she's approached by Mr. Holloway, whose character is straight out of the comics, by the way, and he offers to buy her a drink. He's obviously buttering her up because he wants to offer her a job. Now, remember, 
He's on the defense that she was going up against before the mistrial was declared. He was impressed by the case that she had laid out and that she was, you know, definitely go whoop their little asses, okay? He wants her to be the head of his new division for GLK and H, also straight out of the comics. And she immediately agrees, but says that she must hire her own paralegal, meaning she wants to bring Nikki alone for the ride, okay? Ride or die, fool, ride or die. That man don't give a damn about who you make your paralegal, girl. Just tell the girl to come on and y'all uh, buy your own snacks, shit. It's the following week when she starts at GLK and H. And this is when Holloway actually starts to tell her about, you know, the new division and what she'll be doing. Now, why they didn't talk about this beforehand, I don't know, but that ain't, that's, you know, that ain't my business. Basically, he wants She-Hulk, not Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk to represent other heroes and villains since they now started popping up like crazy all over the place, which I feel like it's kind of a a little fourth wall breaking itself because you know, people talk about all the time. There are so many new heroes coming out in Marvel and you know, stuff like that. So I feel like it's kind of a nod to that little thought and that little, you know, line of thinking. And uh, all of this falls under the, the superhero law division. So sis gotta be she Hulk, not only in court, but when she's at work too, I hope she wearing that spandex upon all them damn suits that she about to rip up because I don't know what's about to happen. But as they walk through the office and people are staring, running into shit, dropping stuff, she does some more fourth wall breaking and realizes this is actually why they hired her. Now she's worried that people around her will think that she only got this job because of her being She-Hulk instead of her being an actual lawyer. Kind of like her and Hulk discussed last week. You know, she got all this damn student loan debt. She's made such a career for herself, yada, yada, yada. And now all that's being diminished because they want her to be a funky ass face of a company. Some bullshit. Side note, I want to point out that while on this tour of the office, they pass by like a comic book room, which is straight out of the comics too. See, in the She-Hulk comics, GLK and H law firm has like these different archives. One is called the attic and then one is called the basement. In the basement, there are all kinds of like Marvel comics. Yes, Marvel comics exist within Marvel comics. And that they actually use these to like reference and research superheroes themselves since like actually like they're the ones that license the comics in the comic books, I think. That's such a weird sentence to say, but y'all know what I mean. But what this room really reminds me of and what it made me think of Surprisingly, since I just dragged the hell out of Wolverine, but disregard that. It was the scene in Logan where he discovers that X-23 has uh, the comic books with her and he calls them trash and inaccurate and garbage and made up. It's kind of like another reference to superheroes being celebrities, kind of like the boys on Amazon, if you watch that. She gets to that big new shiny Jennifer Lopez made for TV movie ass office <laughs> and Nikki is already there and she basically downloads her on everything that just happened. Nikki's like girl shut the hell up look at this damn all this new shit we got look at all these windows 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 uh, windows as far as the eye can see windows windows free stock mini bar and a big ass desk you can sit on and everything. This is when we get another comic uh, not another comic, another character straight out of the comics, Pug, and he gives her a welcome basket. Let me tell y'all something right damn now. Pug in the comics don't look like that, okay? Real life Pug 
could kick me in the back of the head and not apologize to him, okay? <laughs> that little welcome basket had everything, including a nameplate on her desk, a new coffee mug, and a map to the best bathroom for pooping. I know that's right. Listen, I want one that's low traffic. I, it it got to get cleaned a lot. It got to have wide stalls. See, I, I hate squeezing in them little ass bathroom stalls. This, you know, this is supposed to be like 10 minutes of relaxation, but instead you in there fighting for your damn life, trying to reach around and get some toilet tissue and you can't reach it because that damn shit's so small. You can barely move your arms. You fighting for your life, trying not to slide off the seat. Uh-uh. Yeah, give, give me the map to the best bathroom because I'm not going going through this and i'm supposed to be making all this damn money as a, a celebrity attorney or whatever child please holloway and jennifer meet and this is when she finds out what her first case is and it's to represent emil blonsky now who is emil blonsky well listen if you weren't a marvel fan or an mcu fan rather all the way back then and your Marvel confidants told you not to watch the edward norton hulk movie then you may not know who he is but you know who the abomination is. See, if you've recently seen Shang-Chi, then you know that's the big-ass monster that Wong fought in that cage match in the movie. That man tried to kill Bruce Banner years ago in that first movie. That abomination. Him. Him. Clearly a conflict of interest, but Holloway don't give a damn. He doesn't care at all. He had a meal sign, a, uh, what is it, like a conflict waiver and everything, but Sis does not want to represent him. Holloway said, well, if you don't want to represent him, then you ain't got no damn job, B. What you going to do, B? He said, at least meet with the damn man first. And she's like, fine, I'll go meet with him at least. She goes to the prison as Jennifer because they don't allow superheroes inside. That black security guard is giving her all type of rules and regulations, and he is not playing with her ass, okay? They let her inside. And we're all expecting to see Abomination in his purest, most grossest, muscular, nasty form. But it's Emil's little bitty Tom Cruise-sized ass, okay? This man said he's namaste like Teresa Giudici now and don't expect to see Abomination. He is a changed man both physically and spiritually, okay? See, all my true crime fans got a kick out of this line when he says, <laughs> when he's talking about his new life, he says he has seven soulmates that he's met through prison pen pal program that he wants to start a new life with. Listen, there's an entire like subsection of women and men. How you doing? Out there that write all these like men and women in prison and basically live love after lockup, basically. I immediately thought about it, and I thought about, like, when Zac Efron, I don't know if y'all saw that movie, it was on Netflix, it had a long title, I can't remember the name of it, but he played the serial killer Ted Bundy. I remember how he had those guards paid off, I think the women that were coming to see him, you know, he got them added to the guest list because he was writing them, they paid off the guards, them guards would turn their backs and Ted would be blowing their backs out in that cafeteria, all while the guards acted like they didn't see a damn thing. Little nasty, you nasty. The next conversation that they have is very interesting. Emil basically says, yes, I tried to kill your cousin, but he was under direct orders from the U.S. government. And she's like, but then you tried to kill everybody in Harlem. And he like, well, yeah, because they pumped me full of that super soldier serum which Jennifer didn't know, had no idea about. So you can kind of tell she's already forming a defense in her head as she's talking to him. 
Emil is talking about how he was fooled and how he thought he was going to be like the next Captain America. He thought he was doing the right thing. But then the Hulk ended up being the hero and Emil got locked away. Classic American justice system. She told him he would need to like actually show some remorse for all of these things. Child, this damn man said he'd been writing haikus to all the damn victims. I know you lying. Always stay away from a man that writes haikus, okay? He'll write you a poem today, and he'll steal your credit tomorrow. He'll steal your car, fuck up your credit. He'll take another woman to Chili's or TGI Fridays or Cheesecake Factory. Let me tell you something. Even though if somebody tried to take me to Cheesecake Factory, if I was the other woman or man, that'll be our last damn date, okay? It's nasty. I don't eat no damn Cheesecake Factory. You ain't got to worry about them sponsoring this show. I'm going to turn it down. I don't eat no damn Cheesecake Factory. Jennifer goes home and she decides to call Bruce because she can't possibly take this case without talking to him first. She rants and raves without letting him like get a word in edgewise and ultimately tells him that she has to take the case. The best part is when Hulk said that man wrote him a letter in haiku years ago and that their fight was so long ago that he was, quote, an entirely different person. Literally, end quote. <laughs> Jennifer looks right into the camera and says, ha, ha. See, I know that's right. For those of you that didn't understand this joke, the original MCU Hulk was played by Edward Norton. Y'all know him from Fight Club and uh, American History X, a whole lot of, you know, stellar movies. But he was replaced by Mark Ruffalo. So when he says he's a whole nother person, he literally is a whole nother person, okay? Thus, the look into a camera and say, ha ha, laugh, funny, that moment. She tells him that they ended up telling, uh, he, he wanted to know like how she got her name or what her name ended up being, and she told him She-Hulk, and she told him how or whatever. So if you compare like how she got her name to like Kamala. You know, they tried the name Kamala at first, but then she uh, slowly started to, you know, get more of her culture and the outfit and all that kind of stuff. And uh, she ended up like having a whole nother meaning to her name when her and her dad had that special moment on the roof. She-Hulk is named by the public and it's going to stick with her, unfortunately. Sorry, Jennifer, but two entirely different roads there. The big reveal in this scene is Jennifer asking if he's coming to L.A. anytime soon. And then the camera pans out on the Hulk and he says probably not for a minute because he's got some things to take care of. Child, his ass is on a spaceship from episode one, the one that almost made them crash and the one that caused this whole accident. He's on that one, the I'm assuming the Sakaar, you know, orgy birthday spaceship. And I'm guessing he's headed back to Sakaar too. It looks like we're setting up like a World War Hulk world. Ooh, that's hard to say. World War Hulk movie if he's headed back there, but there's no way of knowing just yet. We've still got like seven episodes to go, so I don't, I don't want to, you know, get too. I don't want to put my britches on too tight. I don't know if that's a saying, but I might have made that up, but that's okay. That will be much further down the line, probably phase six if it does happen. So you've got time to read those amazing comics. That's my best friend's all-time favorite comic book, like run or series, storyline, whatever you want to call it. And he made me read it years ago when he was getting me into comics. And I loved it, honestly. It's, it's such a good storyline. Jennifer calls her boss and she accepts the case. But that man tells her to turn it on the news. 
child, Dayton found out that Abomination was knucking and bucking over in uh, Macau with Wong's ass, meaning that he had somehow escaped prison at some point and nobody knew. I'm guessing that's how Wong is going to come into this whole, you know, equation because, you know, he's one of the cameos that we're going to get on this show. I guess he's going to teleport into Jennifer's office and try to, you know, be a character witness for Abomination or something. I don't know. Another post credit scene now don't i told y'all there's a post-credit scene after every episode of uh she-hulk so stick around this is another one but this one isn't like a lot isn't revealed in this one like it was last time this one is just like the woes of a superhero she-hulk has to like hold up the car while they fixing a flat tire they got her ass her big strong ass holding up this wall mount and putting the tv on it all kind of shit that was it was just more of a, a comedic post-credit scene nothing to nothing really right home about like last week we found out some vital information okay not really vital because we didn't need to know that but my nosy ass needed to know that okay i need to know if chris pine and oh chris pine see that's what that's what i get for being messy I was about to say Chris Evans peen, but he came out as Chris Pine. So let me just not even make that joke. I'm just going to move right along. Okay. Like I told y'all earlier, I asked you guys, what the hell did I ask y'all? I asked y'all what cameos y'all were excited for, who y'all possibly think of pop up in She-Hulk. And y'all gave me some answers. Not all of them were serious. I'm not going to even, you know, say some of them. I'm not going to tell y'all that Kaya from the Bravo Wild Black Podcast said that she hoped Miss Juicy Baby pops up in this damn show. That's, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. If it happens, I would love that. Somebody else said they hope I popped up because I'm cute. Thank you. Love that too. But, okay. Let me get to a couple of serious ones. So, of course, the number one that I saw a couple of people say, people really hope that Wanda pops up here. And I hope that, too. I mean, if nobody else in the world needs a defense, Wanda needs a damn defense, okay? That lady got a whole lot of shit she needs to be on trial for. But I guess when you can rewrite reality at a molecular level, then you don't really need to answer the man's law. So, another one that I loved... My friend over at the Pink Pop Box, he was the only one that said this, but I love, he said Jessica Jones. I would love that. Our damn uh, detective, our Netflix detective, love Jessica Jones. I hear, we keep hearing rumblings that she's coming back. I don't know. I don't know, but I would love that. I hope she comes back. Would love to see it. I don't know. That would be great, though. Now, I don't know what storyline or what she would come back for, but I mean, hey, if Daredevil pops up, why can't Jessica Jones, okay? Uh, another one that I got that I love, they said Shang-Chi. Now, I'm guessing maybe because of how Abomination was in, uh, you know, Shang-Chi, so that would kind of make sense. I will be here for it. Uh, same person actually said Kate Bishop, too. I don't know how that would work or what would be the purpose of that, but I love me some uh, Kate Bishop, so, I mean, I'm here for it. I don't, You don't have to tell me twice. Uh, someone, Katie, hi, Katie. Katie said the X-Men, I always want the X-Men to pop up anywhere. So I'm here for all of those suggestions. I just read a couple of them because y'all was going all over the damn place with these things. So that's just a couple of them. I think I want to start doing this. I want to start putting up a question to kind of engage you guys in each one of these episodes. So I'll watch next week's, I'll put a question up and then I'll try to include them. Y'all know I have like a really tight turnaround time with these episodes the episodes come out 
on Thursdays. I put my episodes out on Fridays. It's a lot, but I do it because I love y'all and y'all watching the shows right along with me. Y'all got questions. I got a couple answers, child, but not too many damn uh, answers. I got probably just as many questions as y'all, but y'all, I've been Kendrick. That's been nobody because <laughs> this is a solo episode. And guess what? I'll see you. sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to apple podcast or stitcher or Podchaser or Castbox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free need to contact me email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com make sure you follow me on instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast that's at Reality Comics 2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.